So that Josh Donaldson thing, Jedi, have you heard about the baseball thing that happened a few no. days ago? What's going on with that? So basically, what was that guy's name? Tim? Tim Tim Anderson, who's a pretty all-star player for the Chicago White Sox. Yeah, basically he called himself the what the new Jackie Robinson or the the current day. He wanted to, so he compared himself to Jackie Robinson in 2019 Jedi saying that he was the Jackie Robinson of baseball as far as bringing fun back to the game, which was an odd comparison to make because there was nothing fun about Jackie Robinson's <laughs> experience breaking the color barrier in baseball. So what yes, exactly I, I, did he do? What kind of fun? What is fun to him? That's a great question. So a few weeks ago, the Yankees and the White Sox were playing and Tim Anderson slid into third base and Josh Donaldson caught the ball. And he's a, you know, he's an all-star himself, Todd. He nudged Anderson off the base and tagged him out hard. Right, right. And Anderson was upset about it. And so the next game, next time uh, the White Sox come to New York, they're playing, and Donaldson hits a fly ball to the outfield, and he's rounding the bases, and he gets by Tim Anderson. He goes, hey, Jackie, hey, Jackie. And I got to tell you, Todd, I am on the side of people are insane. Yeah. He, I'm he always called, on that side. <laughs> now, Tim Anderson's a black man. Josh Donaldson's a douchebag and a white guy, okay? Notorious douchebag. So he said he was just making reference to Tim Anderson calling himself Jackie Robinson. He said he said a couple of years ago, the last time he saw him, that it's kind of a little playful ribbing. Anderson said it was an inappropriate comment, kind of alluding to racism, but it was his 76-year-old white manager, Tony LaRussa, a Hall of Fame manager, by the way, who said it was a racist comment We'll leave it at that. I mean, Tony LaRussa is notorious for being like that, too. Yeah. So, I mean, but Jedi, if it was the other way around, he said, like, I'm the new Babe Ruth. And he said, like, hey, Babe, it would have been nothing. You know what I mean? It wouldn't have been a big deal whatsoever. You think so? Not in this day and age. <laughs> a couple of years ago, Adam Adovino, Colorado Rockies reliever had a really good slider. He signed with the Yankees and he said to the first New York reporter he spoke to, if Babe Ruth played today, I would strike that fat ass out on three pitches. Mm. They did not let that guy live that comment down. So here's the thing. Josh Donaldson tried to act like you know just some play i was trying to defuse the situation and it's like no you definitely weren't trying to calm anything down you were antagonizing the guy it wasn't racist but it was certainly antagonizing and like i said josh donaldson's a notorious douchebag so i a hundred percent believe josh donaldson was trying to get under his skin there's been a lot of tension between the two teams since the first incident. There was some pitches thrown at some guys. And so, yeah, Todd, not racist yeah. at all. No, no. And when he said that, there's no way he could have ever thought this would blow up. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Look, there's a lot of things you could say to somebody, and it doesn't have to be the N-word to be racist. Yeah. But this wasn't even close to that and i don't even know how again for tony la Russa, 
Jedi to say he made a racist comment. We'll leave it at that. And it's like, well, what was the comment? I don't think we're going to leave it at that. I think we, yeah. I, listen, I hear a lot of people say Todd, and I, I, I understand it because I think it happens a lot where you hear the word racism gets thrown around too much these days. I agree. And and maybe there's more racism. That's possible. But it seems like a lot of the times, it's like when you compare somebody to Hitler who hasn't killed 6 million Jews. <laughs> you know, it's like, dude, yeah. I don't know. You know, I know Putin invaded uh, Ukraine, a thousand dead or something. It's not even in the ballpark of Hitler. Not even close. Yeah, I know. He's an asshole. He's a bastard. It's a lot of bad things. Hitler? No. Not even close. <laughs> People say Hitler because it's like the worst thing you could compare someone to. But people have been going to the extremes lately. I mean, they just go and compare people to the worst of the worst. And that's crazy. They think Pol Pot from Cambodia might have killed 100 million people. That guy's worse than Hitler, right? Yeah. Like, that's a pretty bad guy. What do we say? Yeah. All right. So, Joe, I have a question about, obviously, we just going to touch quickly on the, the school shooting. Oh. Now, I know that's obviously terrible. Now, when you see these memes people are posting, like, I, I, wanna, I want a straight answer. And I think you, like, you always deal with truth. People post memes like, oh, I went to get a gallon of milk. They didn't have any, but I came home with two AR-15s. Obviously, it's not that easy, but how easy is it, like, in Texas? Like, what's the real, what really happens? In in Texas, you can get a gun. You can go and purchase a gun, and you'll have it in 48 hours in your possession. That is true. But listen, here's the thing. The gun control that people are calling for right now, background checks and closing the straw man loophole, doesn't prevent this, doesn't prevent Orlando, doesn't prevent Columbine, doesn't prevent Sandy Hook. So we have a gun problem in this country in that we have a lot of guns. Okay, and I'm not an advocate. I'm I'm a hundred percent for the Second Amendment. Again, it's never the legal good gun owners who we're talking about here. We're always yeah. talking about some deranged maniac who gets a hold of a gun. No, and, we also have a mental health problem, right? Oh, now. It, listen. Yeah. There's way too many guns, and there's way too much access to guns, and there's an unchecked mental health problem and a drug problem in this country. Right. So. Again, the answer is not banning guns. It's not it's it's not taking guns away, but I think people who own guns, because I believe in this case this fella killed his grandmother too. Right. Not unlike at Sandy Hook where Adam Lanza killed his mom. Those guns were his mom's. She bought those guns for him. So legally purchased. You know, we we got to do something to protect kids at school. God forbid, right. Todd, right? I mean, oh, yeah. you got to do something. The answer is not banning guns. Like, like, I can promise you that's that's not the answer, that that's not going to solve the problems. But I do think I do think we need to do a little bit more about checking people who have guns. I think there should be some sort of mental health requirement. I don't think it needs to go on any sort of public record. But I think, listen, if you're going to if you're going to possess dangerous weapons, not a bad idea that, um. You know, every now and again, you get checked. Also, I can't stress this enough, but I think, you know, you see all these situations, dude, like this guy an hour before was like on Facebook talking about it. How are we not? Mm -hmm. 
I well, don't understand I think that. the girl he was I could order something on Amazon and have it here in like an hour. Him. Yeah, I I, again, like why him. did but why didn't anybody do anything about that? Like that that's the issue. Apparently, and I don't want to throw anybody under the bus, but when the cops got there, they didn't go into the building for like 40 minutes. Oh yeah, I read yeah. that too. I mean, did they say why? That was so strange to me. I mean, what are you going to charge into a building with a guy with an AR-15? What's that going to do? Get more people killed? I mean, you got to. But there were so many. You got to. You get there. Listen, you get there. I understand. You get there. You're going to set up a perimeter. You got to assess the situation. You can't just go barging in because you don't know. You don't know who's alive and who's surrounded by him. So I Mm -hmm. look again. I'm not trying to throw the cops under the bus here, but these situations are happening a lot. I think the same thing happened in Parkland or, or something similar where. The, the resource officer heard the shooting at Parkland and, and just didn't do anything. He was like, yeah, I don't, hit, hit, not right? my pay grade. And that, he, I mean, I get it. Charging into a building <laughs> where someone's got yeah. an AR-15 is not a great idea. But I, I think, you know, there's a heightened sense of security right now in every single state here in Connecticut. State police were at like every school in the state today. So should Very, that be the norm? A policeman. At, I think yeah, it should. School. Absolutely. Yeah. I don't know why it already isn't. Right. So what would you say to someone? Because someone said this point today and it kind of made sense. When they made these laws years and years ago, it was when like it would take like three minutes to like reload. And now it's just like rapid fire. Maybe something needs to be done. Again, it's I hate to say this. It's not the guns. It, it's access to, to the, the guns. guns. If I'm not mistaken, I believe the percentage is like 50% of the personal use guns on the planet are in the United States. Mm -hmm. We have a ridiculous amount of guns. And, you know, again, when we talk about the violence in Chicago, the gang violence, that's all guns that come in from the state of Indiana, where you can literally go to Walmart and leave there with with weapons the same day. There is like no laws in Indiana about guns. So... Why is there so much gun violence in Chicago? Gangs. Oh, gangs. Yeah, there's like seven blocks in Chicago where it's it, it's like the worst part of the city. And it's there's like a dozen gangs in like seven blocks and it's bad. Yeah. If you uh Jedi YouTube Chicago at night and people are just like filming like under a bridge and you just hear bang, 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 it's like fireworks. You know, again, funny, I was Crazy. in Chicago oh two weeks ago and it's almost hard to believe there's a bad section of Chicago. I mean, I was nowhere near it, but to see the way that city's laid out and to just sort of, you know, be in the northwest end of, of the city, great part of town. And you don't hear anything, you don't see anything, nothing looks out of sorts. Right go 40 minutes south and you're you're in like the heart of gangland violence and again i don't think people realize when you get to chicago how close you are to wisconsin uh and indiana i mean they're right there so yeah there's a lot of states like that i was in toledo and they said detroit was like 40 minutes away i'm like what so we're gonna get to something more uplifting than the gun violence monkeypox oh my gosh I know. It's so bizarre. I mean, you would think that with COVID-19, all this viruses would be over. And now we have to worry about monkeypox. I know. I'm just glad that the murder hornets never became a thing. (laughs) (laughs) 
Crimes, conspiracies, and beyond back again. There are some who think that the last two years of lockdowns was a whole conspiracy. But surely, sure, slowly and surely, the whole world is now getting back to normal. But wait, not so fast. Monkeypox is here. <laughs> How can one not think that something's going on? I mean, I don't. What do you think, guys? It's so weird. I mean. Jedi, I think out of all the things that we talk about and, and subjects that we can we can talk about like throughout this um the show, living in a simulation to me is like one of the top things. And when all this crap happens, it makes me think it's true. It's so weird how you have COVID, the monkeypox. Just when COVID it seems like to be winding down, monkeypox. And I, I don't even think it's I don't even think it's that much of a threat. I think they want to worry us. Well, I think it's worse than that because you're forgetting N1H1 and the avian flu. I mean, it seems like every couple of years, there's some other sort of biological germ war being used against us or something. It is, it is, it's very suspicious. And, and again, Jedi, a lot of this does come from China. Yeah. But does I'm it just come saying. from a lab? Yeah. Does it come from a lab or no lab? You know? <laughs> you know, listen, I, Jedi, I will say this. While the evidence all seemingly would suggest that this, this was naturally occurring, the idea that there was a lab in Wuhan for the, where the Wuhan flu broke out. Suspect, well, right? never. Yeah, you know. Again, I mean, it's like you know, so much about nine eleven. We're like, I'll accept the real story, but Tower Seven, I, it doesn't sit right with me. It just doesn't. But I'll go along. <laughs> I know, and it's like China's giving us all these things, but God forbid we say something bad about China. Well, they gave us gunpowder. Right? They gave us gunpowder. <laughs> you know, think about this, you guys, because I'm sure you both experienced this, but growing up, I mean, everything that you bought was from China. Mm-hmm. Yeah, still is. Majority we, of the we things. were We were very dependent on China for a really long time. From, like, the time Nixon went to visit him in 74, like, into the 90s. Like, we had a China problem. As in, we just, everything we could get our hand, we imported from China. And and it really wasn't until China just started uh, blatantly um, violating um, patents and trademarks before we really did anything to them. And then, of course, that morphed into what it always probably was for them, which was a battle for supremacy on Earth. That's exactly what they want to do. They want to you know, stabilize their place in the world as a superpower. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, think about the reliance on Chinese cars in, in the 80s and 90s and, and how big they were import-wise, right? I mean, again, we're like, look at these idiots, like, helping us out and giving us all this great stuff. And it's like, yeah, they're they're getting you to rely on them. That's yeah. bad. It's just like it's just like the oil. Uh, that's the idea is to lull you into a sense of, oh, yeah. Well, we're good. And then you, when you want to create something like that, that thing I'm working on, Joe, the flashlight, you'd like to have it done here, but it's just so much cheaper in China. And my partner there that went there, he told me that um, they were making batteries and he said they were a fraction of a fraction of a cent 
I remember yes, when John when John cute. Kerry was running for president, and his wife is the heir to the Heinz fortune. Yeah, the ketchup people, and he was talking a lot of smack about the economy and jobs, and it was revealed during that election cycle that Heinz moved ten factories from the United States to China. It's like, dude, I mean, you did it yourself. You and your family right. did that, and so, but you're not going to do it when you're president? I mean, not only that, how much money do you need? You can't do right. it here? Again, dude, and, and this There's is... There's so many uh, laws and the regulation, that's why, too. That's that's ridiculous. It's it's just, there's no laws in favor of labor in China. It's just cheaper. It just is. And and the beating you take on the tariffs because you're paying pennies on the dollar for labor, it totally makes it worthwhile for companies. And as you said, Todd, it's about greed. It's about greed and it's about exploitation. And and there's a lot of issues to the left Jedi we could bitch about right now. But it, it, you can't have this conversation without acknowledging how how much of a greed problem we have with the with the top one percent the top five percent really of people on earth it's ridiculous right, to I think mean, that there's kids in africa starving to death meanwhile there's russian oligarchs on yachts in the mediterranean like i don't i don't and know people Something. here in america are willing to spend three hundred dollars for shoes i mean we're yeah, part of we're very problem. undisciplined yeah. in this country. Yeah. <laughs> greed, greed is in our nature for some reason. How many people get caught when they could have been millionaires and they wanted like a little bit extra? Oh my god, it's ridiculous. It, it's it is stunning, dude. What you know, you get your first million. Like, how much more do you need? Hmm. And like, at what cost would you go to get there? Like, that's the problem. I don't right. know. I mean, imagine just having twenty, thirty million dollars. You can do anything you want, anytime you want, and you're like, I need more. Well, that yeah. wasn't Drug. that the the Wolf of Wall Street. That's what that movie was all about. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, oh, just real, real quick. Speaking of Wolf, I was going through my um, animal and fish uh, rabbit hole the other day. Joe, I found this fish. It's called it's called a wolf eel, and it's one of those fish. Look it up. It it can bite after it's dead. They, they cut the oh. head off. I saw a whole bunch of videos, and they put a Coke can in its mouth, and it just destroys the Coke can. It's called a wolf eel. Why does it do that? What is the... It, they, they don't know, but like I've, I watched like 10 videos on it. It, it can bite <laughs> after it's dead. What an odd evolutionary trait. Like, I'll yeah. bite you after I'm dead. Yeah, right. Well, that happened like a year ago with the snake. A snake bit a guy after its head was cut off. I don't know how it could do that, but it's kind of oh. interesting. Reflex. Right. <laughs> All right. So, do you guys know that monkeypox is like it's something that's like around like every year? It seems like when I was this isn't like a one-time thing. Um, yeah, yeah. It Nigeria, was like, right? Yeah, discovered in 1958. So yeah, it's been around for a while. Yeah, some guy took a flight from Nigeria to the UK. And by the way, does anything good come out of Nigeria? <laughs> it's all <laughs> scammers and diseases. It seems like. Well, the Nigerian princes live there, right? I was just going to say, hear from yeah. them all the time. That guy needs a lot of <laughs> <Yeah>. help. <laughs> so, Jedi, what did you find on monkeypox? Anything? 
it's just weird. I mean, the symptoms are, you, you get, it sounds similar to COVID though. It's, you get fever, headache, muscle aches. Doesn't backache. everything sound like COVID? Yeah. yeah. I mean, <laughs> chills, exhaustion, and then you get these lesions all over your body. And it, it's just like gigantic warts all over. And supposedly this illness lasts for two to four weeks. And sometimes it, in severe cases, you can end up dying from it. The only good thing about it is uh, it, 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 I think it's sexually transmitted. And you could probably tell if the person has it because they'll have things all over their body. But doesn't that gross you out, though, the fact yeah, that it's sexually tr- transmitted? All right. I yes. want to be clear about something. It's not it can be, but it's not necessarily sexually transmitted. But you do have to be in close contact. But like Todd said. Sort of like a baboon's ass. Oh, uh, it's lit up red around the anus if you have monkey pox. And so if you're going to be sexually active with somebody and their genitals are bright red and on fire, don't do it. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. This don't sounds worse. This sounds yeah. worse. <laughs> yeah. Matter of fact, matter of fact, general rule. If someone's genitals are swollen and red, stay away. Yeah, right. Exactly. Stay away. If there's a rash of any sort, I wouldn't get on that thing. Abstain. (laughs) (laughs) They they said there are two two strains, Central African and West African, and the Central African has a 10% mortality rate, but we're mostly dealing with the West African, which is 1% to 3%. You could die. And Jedi, when I first hear about any of these things now since COVID, don't you immediately wonder if it's some type of political stuff? Exactly. That's why I'm saying, like, first COVID, then monkeypox, then what, the, the baby form formula shortage? I mean, it's it's just like a never-ending tsunami that keeps hitting yeah. us over and over again. You imagine having to tell somebody you got monkeypox. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know. I mean, why is it even such a big thing right now? Nobody has it. It's a handful of people, right? There's 118 people across 12 countries. (laughs) Yeah. There's only seven here, right? There's only seven cases here. Yeah. I know there's one in Massachusetts. Oh, my goodness. You know what, though? (laughs) The weather's getting nicer. I think these things just go away in the warm weather, I heard. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Same as COVID. It is true, though. It gets freezing and everyone gets COVID. <laughs> um, so what else we get on monkeypox there? Yeah, so it does. I think it does scab over. So it looks like it's pretty gross. And you got to peel the scab off. You want to hear the worst news? If this thing What's does up? become a major breakout, there are there is a vaccine. Oh, gosh. See, this is what it's all about. There's a thousand doses. <laughs> a thousand oh. doses. Yes. That's well, it. I, there's a well, thousand no, I, doses of the vaccine. Oh and you gotta God. take two shots. So oh. there's enough for five hundred people. I did oh. I did hear that they were ordering like however many vaccines it was, and it was hundred and nineteen million dollars, Jedi. These these companies that do the vaccines and stuff are just they're all billionaires. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's, it's a good time to get disgusting. into the vaccine business, isn't it? Yeah, right. Ju- get out of get out of Bitcoin. Yeah. Jedi, and get into the vaccine. Know, right? <laughs> yeah, uh, Joe's looking like he was right about cryptocurrency because everything is tanking right now. Unfortunately, 
Bitcoin Bitcoin is twenty nine thousand. It's hard to believe that thing that doesn't have any monetary value is losing its monetary value. Crazy. <laughs> I know. So weird. I didn't see that coming. So I did hear this is kind of related to smallpox, but not as um, deadly. People still get smallpox, like a thousand cases a year. That's because some people don't get vaccinated for it. But like COVID, isn't monkeypox respiratory? Yeah. It's also respiratory. Yes. I, I know it's, 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 yeah, it's a DNA. Uh, it's through your DNA. I know that. Yeah, it's a DNA virus. I just can't believe it. This is just crazy. How can you not? Like I said, how can you not think that all these things are conspiracies? I know. I know. If monkeypox came out before COVID, I don't even think we'd be talking about it. It's just one of those things. COVID. Now, every time there's anything, it's going to be like compounding on top of each other. Like, right. are you kidding me? It's another thing. It's another thing. Now, when we were just talking about the, the formula shortages, Joe, what was the bill that the Republicans didn't pass? What was that all about? Did you see that one? Yeah, so listen, <laughs> this is one of those things about politics that I I don't like, right? This is an obvious problem that has an obvious bipartisan solution. Let the FDA get more so we don't have a shortage. You don't want to give the Democrats a win, and so you well, vote against it. it. Why is there a shortage? Do you know what caused it? Um, part of it is the supply chain issue. Oh, everything um, is still out there. Yeah, and shipping. the other thing was uh the COVID baby boom. No. Oh. oh yeah, that makes sense. Now, Joe, is that really what it is to spite the other party? Like they'll go against things that are right. Yeah, especially if you know it's gonna pass. You know yeah. it's gonna pass, and it's like, well, you're not getting my support. You might get a couple of stragglers on either side that vote against something, but yeah. Uh, when you know something's easily going to pass, you know, they have the votes, you know, or, you know, maybe one or two of your party's going to defect and vote, you know, then it becomes easy for everybody to thumbs down it. That's horrible. That, that is the stupidest what a stupidest thing. Yeah. Especially in an election year. And especially when you're the ones bitching about it and trying to make it a thing like right wing media has been bashing Biden for it. And it's like, oh, well, now they're going to fix it. And the Republicans are like, no. <laughs> like, this is not a game. This is, we're talking about babies yeah. here. Yeah, totally. Well, nothing falls outside the realm of politics. So, Joe, I cannot believe you have a political show. Like, th this stuff doesn't drive you crazy. I'll jump in here and there, and I'm like, how can anyone stand it? I listened to your show, Joe, by the way, the oh, last thank one. You. <laughs> You're Listen, so passionate. I. I I I am passionate. I love this stuff. I've been into the, I well, I grew up I wanted to be Alex P Keaton from Family Ties. <laughs> right. That was my hero as a kid till I was like 30. That's kind of who I was basing my life off of. Was was the character Alex P Keaton, yeah. famously played by Michael J Fox. Yeah. Right. I Democrat liberal parents and I was a smart conservative who was obsessed with money. It's great. <laughs> and now you've turned a little uh, Listen I don't think I've turned at all I oh, think the oh, party's think turned Yeah I do, yeah, which is why I, I'm still in the party I'm still registered as a Republican And I'm and I'm hopeful that uh, You know, maybe as the liberals Go further left That common sense will prevail On the right somewhere towards the middle 
So you're just kind of staying still and stuff's like moving around you, basically. Yeah, there's, listen, that's how I feel. Because look, there's, and there's a lot of Republicans, a lot of like hardcore people like George Conway, people like Rick Wilson, who are staying with the party. Uh, Joe Walsh is another one. He was a Tea Party guy. And those are all people that turned on the party at when, when Trump took over. Again, hopeful that we can kind of get back on track and really be the party of the more common sense solutions. So I'm hopeful. I saw a, a meme today. It was a picture of the Democratic donkey, and it said donkey pox making America like shitty again. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so it's kind of funny. We've been talking about something that has 118 cases worldwide. It's I know. Why, why is this even news? Why is this? I think a lot news? of I, I think a lot of it has to do with the name because you hear monkeypox. It's like, are you kidding me? Monkey that pox? does sound horrifying. I think, yeah. like I said, imagine call at work and be like, uh, <laughs> "I've got I've got monkeypox." Because everybody right. knows that you've got a rash on your genitals too now. Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so there's no way getting around that. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> So I don't know if you heard that, Jedi. It's not even like that it's only monkeys. It's small rodents and stuff carry it. Yeah, so I saw that. But it's I don't think this is something we want to worry about. But if Biden cures this next October, I will be sure that it's politically motivated. <laughs> I, I'd, I'd question that, too. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Do you know crocodiles cause 2,000 deaths worldwide every year? Why isn't that on the news? <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> it's a real problem. Right? Yeah. And Joe, I was watching, uh, like I said, some more of those animal attacks and stuff. And I don't know. Did we have an alligator beating a hippo? Because I was watching a video the other day about a hippo. And a whole pride of lions. They were so small compared to this thing. And I kind of don't even see how anything could beat a hippo right now after watching that video. It opened its mouth like its jaws were like that. The, you know what hippos' problems are? You know what? You know what their biggest issue is? Most of them, they're not aggressive outside the water. When they're in the water, they're very aggressive. Outside the water, they're like awesome. a little more. Yeah, they get a little confused. They don't. They can't find the water. They start freaking out because that's bad for them. I've seen hippos kill crocodiles yeah mm. oh, i can see that Two thousand people die every year by crocodile that's not on the news you just said it 118 cases <laughs> yeah. of monkey pox and it's, the news story is everywhere and it's like dude i think more people are eaten by sharks every year why isn't yeah. that something we're talking about right, right. right? I think it's, and i think it's 500 a year from hippos hippos kill 500 people a year that would be a horrifying way to go, seeing a hippo coming at you, knowing you have no chance. What is it you're doing? You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. If you get killed by a hippo, what were you doing? I understand a crocodile, you're by the water, you're, you're maybe you're collecting some water in a pan, it snaps out and eats you. I get it. A hippo? You didn't see that thing coming? Those don't people speak up. Yeah. What's now those people that go on those safari tours, are those things like covered by a cage or something? Those people are insane. No. no. They just have guns or something, obviously. No. Because you you can't kill them. Um you're not supposed to kill them because that's a protected reserve. The thing is, is 
the animals are so used to seeing those those trucks driving around that they don't even they just walk right past him at this point. <laughs> are you gonna trust that? I know I wouldn't. I I mean it's not the best and most secure <laughs> solution, but yeah, um, crazy. Ninety percent of all the gorillas alive on Earth have exposure to humans. Like you can go in in Asia, you could go uh, and and see gorillas, and they take tours right to where the gorillas are. And the gorillas will walk right past the humans like, mm, no biggie. Wow. Uh, yeah. Um, Joe, I texted you. Did you get a chance to check out that show on Netflix called Wild Babies? I have not yet, but it is in the queue. Yeah, it's great. We talk about that all the time. Like when a baby, whatever, leopard or something is born, they need to know immediately that they need to they need to move. And they can't just sit there. They had um, they had a baby lion and... They, you could see its bones and stuff, and it said, this lion literally needs to eat today. And the mother gets a kill. And you don't realize, they get the kill, and they have to like leave it and go get get the rest of the pride and bring it back. And it's not like the lion's like, okay, we need to let him eat. He needs to like fight for the food he's getting. That's pretty crazy just how everything works. Yeah, the male lions get to the lion's share. They get to eat theirs first. And then the, the female lionesses eat next. And then yearlings and babies are the last ones to to get their their shot at the uh, carcass yeah that, that, that's crazy how that works because when if, they even if you were the one that caught it you got to like sit back and wait till everybody eats instincts are insane how they just know to do that mm-hmm. so there must be a lot of times where they kill and they go get their family and someone else eats it well you know what happens is the vultures fly overhead right away and hyenas and wild dogs, when they see the vultures, they go right to it. And, uh, yeah, you're right. You come back, and the buffalo you just killed is covered in vultures and hyenas, and they're ripping that thing to shreds. That's the circle of life. Yeah, or you catch an <laughs> antelope, and you're like, it's not much for the family, but let me go get them. And a, and a leopard comes by and picks that bad boy up and takes it up a tree. Yeah. Now, I always found it fascinating how if Discovery Channel or whatever is there, you don't intervene with the circle of life. You must want to sometimes if you see something about to get killed and you just can't do it. There was um, he's called Misfit. And he, it's just amazing because he survived. But uh, this little baby lion cub got injured and couldn't walk. And fortunately, the bone wasn't uh, it wasn't broken, but he couldn't walk. His mother rejected him. And they kind of abandoned him, and he just kept following them. And right, so finally, sad. his one of his brothers turned back and was like, "I'm gonna go get him." And the whole family went over, and they were like, "You know what? Yeah." And the little son of a bitch, he survived, and now he's like five years old, and he looks exactly the same, but he's big, and he's thriving. He's doing really great. I'm always amazed these animals in the wild make it to five years old every day you're probably running for your life and you last that long um only three in ten lions makes it past age three and if you do you're probably like the king of the pride and yeah you're gonna whoop some ass no doubt about it yeah um female uh so the lioness is staying a pride for life the pride's all your sisters and cousins and it's rare that there might be you might pick up an outsider along the way that's rare 
Males have to leave when they're three. And that's the worst time, Todd, because you're on your own. Males aren't great hunters. They're fighters. They're, they're more land protectors. And so you got to go out there and forage for food, and you can't be on the territory of a dominant lion or he'll eat you. So it's tough. And yeah. then by the time you're like six, seven years old, you're going to start going around and start uh, start challenging other lions for prides. It's crazy. I love that yeah. stuff. I've I watched so many videos about that stuff. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Jedi, do you like that stuff? Sometimes, but not <laughs> not like how Joe likes no, it. No. <laughs> <not either. laughs> David Attenborough yeah. didn't like it as much as I do. I don't think anybody. <laughs> I tell you right now, and I'm not like, oh, they're so cute and cuddly. I, it's not even that. I, I'm just, I'm fascinated. Again, just Africa. And, and how does anything survive out there? Like every minute of every day, you know, Todd, again, you mentioned uh, animals. I, I watched that the trailer that you did send me. Um, and and um, I mean, Jedi, this is insane. But like buffalo and zebra moms and antelopes, like they know I should give birth around noon because at noon, all the big cats are napping. Mm. So that's when, yeah, if your baby's born in the morning or night, you're probably you might as well just serve them up with yeah. vegetables because that's veal. Right. Yeah. Now, now, Joe, the good thing about the show is within every episode, there's like four different stories going on. They'll do like a lion. And then one of them was like tadpoles. And that thing is, that's amazing. They have to mate. So all these like male tadpoles are after like a female and they're all jumping in the water and hopping on their back. It's, it's like fascinating. Have and you guys sometimes- ever seen ducks mate? That is the most brutal thing that I've ever seen. Is it? Do, do, am I right? Do, do ducks have um, corkscrew penises? I I don't. I just saw it in real life at the duck pond, and I just was <laughs> I just was horrified. Like it's they, very they, uncomfortable. The male, you're right. The male ducks pin her down. It's almost like rape. They pin her down yeah. and they just force themselves on her. It's horrible. I just was like trying to relax, and then this was going yeah. on next to me. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, so Jenny, I mean, what do you literally? There, that is kind of what they do. They're sort of raping them. Oh man! Yeah, uh, the blood female will sometimes drown. Well, uh, you talking about ducks? Yes. Yes. That's what happens. With, that's what happens with the tadpoles too. They say they drown sometimes. Oh my gosh. I'm trying I mean, to think what God, else is I've going. never watched that before, Jedi. And guess what I'm watching tonight? <laughs> <laughs> so, Jedi, I'm sure you know the answer to this. What's the latest with the Johnny Depp trial? Is that wrapping up? Oh, my goodness. Apparently, the his lawyer, Camille, is, is like a fan favorite. She is like going to town after Amber Heard. And Amber Heard is basically losing it with her testimony. I, <laughs> she's being caught... You know, I, I, I would, I'm not going to say lie, you know, because that's up to the jury. But her stories don't make sense. It does. They don't make sense. And her witnesses are also being caught on the stand. I just think that she should just throw in the towel already. Oh, my Why God. Go that I, <laughs> I agree with you so much. I, at some point, I said to my wife, I'm like, at some point, can't the judge just look at her and be like, Miss Hurd? Yeah. Do you want to continue with this nonsense? <laughs> right? Are we good? Are we good here? I think we're good. Todd, it has gone so poorly for Amber Heard, both when she's on the trial 
and when her god awful attorneys are doing anything, it, it's right, Jedi. Those, yeah. those lawyers are so dumb. It's, right. It hurts at points. They're so bad. And Camille's great. Right. right? Yeah. Everybody right. loves Camille. I she's mean, amazing. Dude, Todd, she sets her up all the time. And then she's like, I'm going to pull up this picture that you put in the evidence to debunk what you're saying. Yeah, oh, God. And Amber questioned that. She questioned that. And that was her own team's evidence. <laughs> it was My favorite was thing. when when uh, Camille asked her, uh, you didn't think that Kate Moss was going to come and testify and say that the story of Johnny getting dragged downstairs by Johnny wasn't true. And Amber Heard goes, uh, lots of people are coming out of the woodwork for Johnny. And Camille goes, <laughs> <laughs> she goes, you think Kate Moss has to come out of the woodwork? It's Kate Moss. Give me yeah. a break, dude. Yeah. Kate Moss just wants her 15 minutes of fame. But what did what did you think about the TMZ ex-employee guy? Uh, he came against his ex-employer's wishes to verify that the video of Johnny slamming those cabinets it was edited. So I thought yes. that was interesting. It was edited and it was released 15 minutes after it happened. And they were like, the only way that's possible, Ms. Heard, is if it came from your phone. And she's like, I don't know how to how TMZ got it. Exactly. It has got to it be 15 minutes and it was edited. Planted. What are you talking right. about? Wait a minute. It seems like Joe is really into this trial. <laughs> Todd. For legal purposes. Todd, I swear <laughs> to God, I had no interest in it. And my wife yeah. was like, can I show you a couple of TikToks? And I'm like, oh, do I have to? I will tell you this, though. Camille is gorgeous. She's an amazing lawyer. And if you've ever been with a woman who's a psychotic liar, watch this trial because you, you'll know in two seconds. Yeah. What a liar Amber Heard is because, and here's what you could tell. And I, cause I used to get my ex-wife with this stuff. <laughs> you let them talk long enough and, and you're like giving them their own rope. They're going to hang themselves and they're going to contradict right. something that they say. And Amber Heard has done that repeatedly that she's testified before in this case in England in a, in a different in a different trial, but in on the same situation. So there's a, already a deposition of her telling her story, and this time around, Todd, she is not hitting the marks that she hit when she was in England. Like she's telling different stories, and it's like, yeah, but in 2017, you said this. <laughs> like what? Bad. But again, like I, I said, see, yeah. for anybody who gets freaked out about the, all the rape accusations against Bill Cosby or Deshaun Watson, when these things are, are false accusations, it becomes pretty clear pretty quickly who's lying. Right. Right. So we got to treat all these, you know, all this meat case by shit, case all, all the BLM stuff, case by case basis. Right. Todd yeah. and I talked a lot about this. Jacob Blake doesn't get put in the same category to me as Eric Garner. I mean, one one guy was minding his business and the other guy uh, was up to no good and had a knife and yeah. warrants. Can't compare the two. So, case it, by yeah. case basis here. But this, again, is a perfect example of when she's lying, the evidence will back you up. 
and and she'll look like a fool. A but it lesson. says a lot the fact that Johnny's ex girlfriends and you know are coming up for him. You know that says a lot. A lot of times exes is like I'm not going to help you. Screw you. So what's I'm the worst that can happen that. to her? What's the worst that can happen to her? This is a, a civil uh, case. Yeah. So this is uh, about money. I think he sued her for fifty, and she sued him for a hundred, or maybe I have that backwards. But he filed suit against her, and then she countersued him, saying that I'm not lying, and he sued her for lying, and that's yeah. what this is all about. Now I saw a video of her in an elevator, like kissing James Franco. Now, do you even think she's that hot? I mean, she's she's. I don't know. You tell me. <laughs> you guys tell she's, me. She's obviously attractive, but I don't think she's anything special. I wouldn't kick her out of Aquaman too. Yeah. What? <laughs> <laughs> oh, is Aquaman two something coming up? Was she not going to be able to be in it? She got she got bumped she got from fired. the movie. Yeah, she got. That's fired. also a big point of contention. So, th- no, here's the best. This again is what a dipshit lawyer Amber Heard has. <laughs> the lawyer, because listen, when you sue for libel and slander, you have to prove a loss. It's not enough to be like Todd said mean stuff about me. Bah. I have to be like, Todd damaged my reputation. Here's what he said. And I lost out on this multi-million dollar deal. And I'm suing you to make up for the money I lost. <laughs> he lost Pirates of the Caribbean 6. Right. And her lawyer was like, um, you know, like, how do you know what role you were going to have? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> really? Fucking Jack Sparrow, <laughs> moron. Are you serious? What role do you think he was getting in that movie? Captain mm-hmm. Hook? Like, yeah. what are you talking about? Um, but yeah, and then they brought someone to testify, and they were like, did Johnny Depp get her booted off of Aquaman 2? And I, I don't even know who the guy was, but this witness came in, and he was like, no, she's got no chemistry with Jason Momoa. And people were right. like, get her out of here. And... um. <laughs> They were like, uh, her lawyer was like, well, if you watch the movie and they were like, it's called post-production. Like we do amazing things in editing when there's not chemistry to make chemistry appear. But that's why she got booted from the second movie. Because she's a shitty actress. (laughs) And you think of how much Jack Sparrow he must make for that. He's probably like 30, 40 million at this point. Yeah, and she's on the hook for that now. Wow. It's a lot of money he lost to not make that sixth movie, right? And so... He she lost he lost it because she accused him of domestic violence. Right. Yeah. And again, to make a statement about someone that you know not to be true that results in them having a financial uh hit, you're you're you've set yourself up to get sued and to lose a lot of money. Right. And not only that, you're changing around the franchise. Is a different guy gonna just be playing that role? I think what who are they got Margot Margot Robbie is that who no who I'm saying Harlem? Jack Sparrow I'm saying Jack oh, Sparrow is... oh, oh. by yeah. the way Margot Mar- Margot Robbie is hotter than Amber Heard so oh, yeah good on I Aquaman agree. too yeah right totally. who's gonna be the new Jack Sparrow like Tobey Maguire no yeah, they're yeah. cutting that that character out I think they're oh, going okay. to a different direction they're gonna have a female pirate and I think they're going with with Margot, oh, or Mar- yeah. So, who, yeah, she is the, the actress that played Harley Quinn. Is that her? Oh, Harley Quinn. Uh, I don't know who played her. I 
think that was. So yeah, I, I believe that they were going in the direction. You're of correct. The that, it was yeah. Margot Robbie, Suicide Squad. You're 100 correct. Margot Robbie was in The Big Short. Have you guys seen that movie? No, but no, wasn't no. she the one also in Wolf of Wall Street? I never saw that movie. Really? You didn't see yeah. that movie? <laughs> no. The Big Short is a great movie. It's about investing and stuff. I love that movie. Is that the one with uh, Brad Pitt? Ryan Gosling. Ryan Gosling. I'm getting those I'm movies you. confused. She was in Wolf of Wall Street. You are correct. That's a good movie, Jedi? Yes. You would she like also, it. <laughs> she also did She also did I, Tanya, the Tanya Harding movie. Oh, my God. Yep. I was describing what happened to my eight-year-old the other day about the whole thing, and I showed her the Nancy Kerrigan screaming, why, why? Oh, <laughs> that is like, that is something that's unbelievable that happened. If you think about that, that happened in America. One person wanted to win, and so she had the other, her team. Yeah, that was the scandal of the century at that time, yeah. right? Dude, not for nothing. 30 years ago, yeah. Not for nothing. Has there not been a moment in your life where you've thought about smashing somebody's knees in <laughs> to get the upper hand in something. Yeah, yeah when, when uh, we've all, in traffic. We've all thought it. <laughs> Just, we've never actually hired Jeff Galuli to find someone to do yeah. it, you know? <laughs> right. It's amazing that Tanya Harding is like, just kind of went on with her life, like no big deal. She well, does she those had a deep, hard time yeah. though, right? Afterwards, for, for a few years, she I had did a watch that porno. Time. Oh, with Jeff Galuli there? Um, yeah, so uh, Kerrigan won the silver because we already talked about the drunk driver who won the gold. But Tanya Harding kept falling. She fell like three times during her routine. Yeah. Oksana Bayul there. I love Oksana Bayul, who got uh, busted for DWI here in Connecticut. Yeah, it was in Connecticut. It's our claim to fame. Yeah. <laughs> 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 well, whatever I think about Connecticut, I always just think of Greenwich. It's so weird how like Connecticut's like a really nice state, but then you have like the richest part of the country like in this one area. I mean, it's all obviously nice towns around it, but we've done a nice job of marketing to get people to think of Greenwich and Fairfield and some of the nicer areas, but that is about ten percent of the state, and the rest of it is just okay. <laughs> it's kind of like Massachusetts. It's really, really diverse. You go around, you're like, wait a minute, this is the same state. You're up in the quiet corner where you can't find a gas station for 30 miles. Yeah. Other parts, it's really busy. It's crazy. Then you have like the crime sections. And stuff. Every every city in Connecticut, Hartford, New Haven, Bridgeport, um, is surrounded by very nice suburbs and then very shady or underperforming towns. The whole that's lit like there's just little blocks of it all over the state. Yeah. Even Bridgeport, as shitty as it is, this nice sections like Black yes. Rock and stuff. Waterbury too, dude. The Bunker Hill section of Waterbury is a really nice but you go to Wall Street and you're in the absolute ghetto. In Boston. You literally yeah. like houses with like the front window just smashed in and no one's oh, doing yeah. anything Gosh. about it. Yeah. Like that bad. Jedi, uh, you you never been to Boston, have you? Been to the East no. Coast or anything? No. Boston has like Roxbury, which is just all blacks, but then a couple miles away, it's salty and it's just all Irish white guys. It is. But so guess weird, what man. I'm doing on Saturday? Guess what I'm doing on Saturday? I'm going to the New Kids on the Block 
costs. <laughs> Jedi, here's where I tell you something about myself. <laughs> Danny Wood is my third cousin. Wow. <laughs> New kid. Now, Jedi, is this kind of like a thing you're like going for fun or you like really uh, were a big fan and you're excited about it? No, I I am going for fun. My friend got some tickets, so I'm just going to go and just see how it is and just Were you a fan out. back in the day? No, I was more of um, salt and pepper. <laughs> oh, all right, a, cool. Yeah. That, that doesn't surprise me. <laughs> It's funny because Queen Latifah is like a star now. You know what I mean? She's like a movie star. Yeah. She's it's, in it's movies so and TV shows. Well, all of them came up. Like, what? J-Lo was on Living Color. You remember that? Yeah. She was a fly oh, girl. Yeah. And yeah. now she's like an icon. Yeah. That's when uh, Jim Carrey was like a, I think he was Him like 20 too. years old. Yep. Wait, did he just do something controversial lately where he's like, I'm just done with Hollywood? Something happened in the last week or two. He was saying that he was going to retire, I guess. <laughs> yeah. I forget why. So, um, I think he's going to paint like George Bush. Oh, that's what George Bush did. Yeah. yeah. George Painting. W. Bush. Yeah. He paints. He, he's pretty good. Uh, yeah. but Jim Carrey, uh, yeah, he paints like weird shit, obviously. That's weird. <laughs> so, Jedi, I think the next couple of weeks, let's come up with more conspiracies. I know, right? What's Definitely going on good. with Twitter and Elon? Is he buying it or what? <laughs> I know. And then the Me Too thing came up, come out about him. Yeah. I wonder what's going on with that. You saw that, Joe, right? No. Some girl came out saying that. Uh, what did he do, Jedi? Show him. Show uh, him. Uh, showed her his penis or private parts or whatever, private area. And he's countering by saying, describe him. Yeah, show me. Right. <laughs> if you saw them, you should know what kind of markings I have or how it looks like. Describe it. Did he pay her 250k or something? Well, it, it was like first I heard like like uh, it was like a hundred something. Then it went all the way up to the billion. So I don't know what is this, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> what right. is the real story. I mean, it, it's just so weird. Now all of a sudden he's been talking crap on Twitter all this time, you know, and now. Because he wants to buy Twitter, he has a Me Too scandal going on. Yeah. So. In uh, in 2016, he was accused of exposing himself to a flight attendant aboard yeah, one of his point. private planes and paid her $250,000. So I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility to think that Elon Musk has pulled his dick out a second time. Although yeah. <laughs> something tells me he's a chronic penis puller outer. I don't get why guys do that. I don't get it. Jedi, <laughs> I, I really don't. Nobody Jedi, wants to see that. Jedi, I have never pulled my dick out ever on anybody. You got to ask. You know what I mean? <laughs> Long before Me Too and consent, and I just knew nobody wants this thing unless they're asking for it. And then it's just a rule I've always adopted. It's a good one. Louis C.K., didn't he just pull out in front of random girls? Well, he supposedly he asked permission. He asked permission, and <laughs> yeah. they all, they all said yes. Yeah. Permission or not, what? Why would you be so compelled to even do that? You know what I'm saying? I know. 
It is a weird thing that we have there, Joe. <laughs> yeah. You get mm. we have anything else, Jedi? No, I don't think so. I think that's so Todd, I gotta it. ask though, were you ever a new kids on the block fan? Never. Never? No. <laughs> you thought they were pussies, didn't you? Yeah, I, I was never into that kind of music. I don't know, new kids on the block now. <laughs> But uh, I did golf once with Donnie Wahlberg. I was golfing with one of my friends. This must have been, Jesus, uh, high school or something. And we were in Quincy. He grew up in, uh, I think, Dorchester, right around the corner. And he was with one of his friends. And he hooked up with us on the 10th hole. I really didn't even know much about him at the time. But, yeah, we played nine holes with him and his friend, which is so, so weird. Dude, that's so cool. I know. I um, know so who is an avid New Kids on the Block fan. She traveled across the country just to see them in concert. I don't know how, I don't know why, but that's what she did. She was that into them. My brother-in-law went to three concerts. The same person he saw last week, he went to see Tori Amos. He saw her Friday night in Boston, Saturday in Portland, Maine, and Sunday night in Providence. He like follows her when she comes here. Oh, I, I oh saw her goodness. in uh, 2002 in Portland, Maine. Oh, did you? She's, she's pretty. She's pretty solid. I like her. Yeah, yeah. She's like almost 60. <laughs> Somebody was just telling me the this week that Chris Tucker is almost 60. He's not. He's 54. But holy crap, Chris Tucker is 54. Yeah. What? Yeah. Jamie Foxx, so- how old is he? He's in his 50s too, right? Doesn't Jamie Doesn't seem Fox. right. Yeah, I think he just celebrated his 50th. Yeah. You know, like, oh. at, at, there's so many people you see their age, like, what? Like, I think um, Brad Pitt's like 56, George Clooney's like 58, Sandra Bullock's like 58. What? Yeah, it, it goes fast. Lisa Ren- Renner, what is she's in her 60s and she's out there, you know, Dancing yeah, her face naked. is 24, though. <laughs> yeah. I don't understand that at all. Jedi, you, you've got great skin. Thank you. You know? <laughs> I mean, I know how old you are-ish. <laughs> you, Stay you, out you, of my you, personal affairs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've got friends that do Botox, and I, God almighty, don't understand that. That's not helping anybody. Yeah, no. you got to learn how to age gracefully. You know, some people age like shit, and that's just how it goes. Got to drink a, a lot of water and laugh a lot. <laughs> I, I think in the long run, you're gonna look better without any help. I mean, you ever see like Dolly Parton, what her face looks like, how Joan Rivers looked before she died? It was just ridiculous. Well, almost like a mannequin. Oh yeah, it's yeah. terrible. And, and again, like because here's the thing. I've got friends who do Botox, Todd, and I see them. Guys or females? No, women. Okay. And I'll see them, and then they get the Botox, and I see them again, and it's like, oh, geez. Like, you're startled when you see the face. Wow. It's not like a subtle thing. No, subtle. It's just like, whoa. I know. It's too noticeable. You can't. I mean, I get it. you want to do a little collagen injection in your forehead. I get it. That's fine. Don't don't do the whole face thing. It's not it's not good. Guys it's don't like, really worry about that stuff though, right? For themselves. 
Well, Jedi, a good example is I, I like buzz my hair now like a whiffle because now I'm getting a little older. It grows weird. It grows up on the sides and not as much in the middle. But if all of a sudden I came on the show next week and I had a full head of hair, it's a little <laughs> noticeable that something happened. Elon Musk. Elon Musk is a good example. You look at pictures of him like 10 years ago. He doesn't have much hair. He obviously had something done. Yeah. Like a hair transplant. Did you know that you could transplant your eyebrows? I didn't know that. I think one of the actresses, Megan, she had a hair transplant because she never had any eyebrows. So she got a transplant from the the hair on the back of her neck, the pores, and put it on her I have a friend who has her eyebrows tattooed on. Oh, it's so gross. It's like... (laughs) Oh, I forget what it's called. It's like something planing or something, but it's microblading. Yeah. Microblading, yeah. Oh. It is. How do you tell your friend, like, oh Christ, really? Yeah. Oof. No well, one it's thinks like that. Like a looks tattoo. Good. It's like a tattoo, right? Yep. Yeah, Todd. It's a weird spot to be. It's like, hey, what do you think? And you're like, oh, <laughs> fucking <Yeah>. love that. <laughs> it's real. Yeah, it's real awesome. What? Look like fucking Mike Tyson with a tattoo on your face. Get out of here yeah. with that crazy. Oh, Mike Tyson. I wonder what's <laughs> going on with him and his case. <laughs> oh, he's 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 clear to that. Yeah. You're talking about the airplane, right? Yep. yep. Oh. The guy's harassing Mike Tyson. He deserved that beating. Yeah. Yeah. I if agree. you if you if you roll up on Mike Tyson and he beats your ass. Case closed. Yeah. What'd you think was going to happen? You know what's happen? funny? Yeah. Mike Tyson, when he before he was a boxer, he was like a wicked thug. He would just beat people up for fun. But now he's looked at like a lovable guy for some reason. People love Tyson now. Mike Tyson is one of the great American stories in history. I was saying, I said this on my combat sports show a few months back. Mm-hmm. Dude, that guy went from Dog. young phenom America's sweetheart with Robin Gibbons to he's a wife beater and then a rapist and then he bit Evander Holyfield's ears and then he got knocked out in his last three fights, quit on his stool in the sixth round of his last fight and was seemingly done and then he ended up in the hangover and everyone loves Mike Tyson. <laughs> yeah. Didn't he say that he, he no longer like enjoys boxing? He, no longer he never enjoys- did. Yeah. He never, he never did. Yeah, uh, he was good at beating people up, and it paid the bills. Yeah, the money Whoa. those guys make. Uh, and he's a legend. Uh, especially at his level. I mean, every fight was like twenty million a pop. Yeah, it's insane. Now Floyd Mayweather gets like a hundred. Yeah, who? How does he? I mean, he has some good agents to get him that yeah, much money. Seriously, dude, Bud Crawford would destroy him. Destroy that guy. And nobody wants to fight Bud Crawford. Bud Crawford never gets any good fights. Number two, well, he's actually now number one on the pound for pound list after Canelo, Canelo Alvarez lost. But yeah, Floyd, well, I, I, he's not even fun to watch. He's so such a boring fighter. You know, he <laughs> yeah. you know he lands four punches around. Really? Yeah, and he makes that much money, like millions. Bro, upon he just millions. shoulder rolls the whole fight, so you can't hit him. He doesn't do anything, and he antagonizes his opponent, yeah. right? Yep. He also dodges people, and uh, yeah, 
I don't I don't understand why anybody would pay money. I, I don't understand the money he gets to fight. He's not that great. And then he, they yeah. say well, he only fights people that are past their prime. Yes. Because he has a he his record is what? No, uh, one loss or what what is No, his he's never lost. No. Yeah, he's uh he's... 50, you know. So Joe, if you rented pay-per-view or something to watch Floyd Mayweather, there's a great chance that the undercards would be way better fights. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's why I like MMA because you you're really seeing them fight. You know what I mean? They're not dancing; they're fighting. They're well, yeah, you, and you're also on a on a MMA card. You're getting like three or four top fights every pay per view. You're getting you might even get two or three title fights in the same night. You don't get that in boxing. It's Joe, it's more like the... Hollywood, right? Boxing is kind of yeah. like Hollywood. Yeah, everyone's undefeated, and nobody wants to fight other guys that are also yeah. undefeated in the same division because they know they're going to lose. Someone has to lose. Yeah, right. That's, That's not real fighting. No. <laughs> uh, so there are like draws. Has there any, has been big like draws in any of these MMA fights, like major matches? Not in, well, yeah. Uh, gosh, right. Uh, Figueredo uh, um, and, and Moreno, uh, their first fight was a draw. That was for the a championship. So yeah, uh, there, there's, there are definitely um, a fair amount of draws. Not necessarily in championship fights, but it's happened. Um, but yeah, what a crappy, what a crappy feeling. Yeah, right. Twenty five yeah. minutes, like you're fighting to the death, and it's like, and the final decision is to tie. <laughs> <laughs> and you're all bloody and bruised and broken. Yeah. Um. Uh, Holly Holm got ripped off last weekend. Um, easily, easily won the fight um, against Ketlin Vieira, and they, they, uh, she lost split, split decision. Um, in in favor of, and it's funny because this is you want to talk about conspiracy theories. They're going into the fifth round, right? Ketlin Vieira's corner says. What are you doing out there? You're giving the fight away. You're down 3-1. Even her corner knew she was down 3-1, and then she lost the fifth round. How did she win that fight? Ten minutes of control time for home. She outstruck her. I mean, it was not even close, and they the, the decision went the other way. Split. Ridiculous. Um, Joe, before That's we wrap up, do you remember the – do you remember that, like, Julio Cesar Chavez versus, like, was it Mel- Medrick Taylor or Meldrick Taylor? He had the fight, like, one, and he got knocked out. He was, like, running away with, like, a second left or something insane. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, God, there was one. Jedi, you might remember this one a couple years back. Uh, Korean Zombie and Yair Rodriguez. Dude, five mm-hmm. rounds. These guys, they're both bleeding out of their face. They could barely stand up. There's, like, ten seconds left. They had just had an exchange, and they they high-fived. And the announcer's like, oh, come on, let's go. Give us the last 10 seconds. And the Korean zombie charges at uh, at Rodriguez, who backs up and then ducks and throws an elbow and catches Korean zombie at the buzzer and knocks him out cold to win the fight. Oh, my God. Craziest thing I've ever seen. At the buzzer, dude. Yeah. Yeah, and 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 Rodriguez would have lost that fight. He would have lost the 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 the, the decision. Uh, instead, knocked him out. And at first, 
Nobody knew what happened because the way the elbow came up and he ran into it, nobody saw it. That was you crazy. still you still haven't watched a fight, Todd? MMA, or no. MMA, yeah. I, I get grossed out seeing people get knocked out. I don't like that. <laughs> I don't like seeing people go unconscious. Like I can't watch any type of videos. People like fighting. Yeah, I just I just don't like it. I hate blood. I don't want to see. What about action bones. movies? No, that's a movie's fine. Oh, movies fight. I'm I'm extremely queasy with like anything like that. If he would have seen Anderson Silva, Chris Weidman too, that would have been the end of Todd. (laughs) Well, even like when they show sports videos of like the Joe Theismann thing and stuff, I can't watch that stuff. When your bone goes like a different way, I hate it. Yeah, I hate that stuff. I hate, and it's happened. There's been uh some. Where where there's uh leg kicks and a guy will check a leg kick and you'll see the other dude's leg just snap around the oh, the God. shin and yeah completely shatter their ah yeah that um what was it uh was it Kevin Wade is that what's his name Kevin Ware for Louisville a few years ago when all oh, of a sudden God, the entire yes. bench turned around and people were crying oh. his basketball player Jedi his leg just like he jumped up in the air and he came down just snapped and the bone flew out oh yeah that stuff kills me yeah rick patino was crying and stuff oh yeah that was bad but um all right i say we wrap this up jedi till next all week all right uh the marks the end is here uh remember that's it for crimes conspiracies and beyond thank you so much for listening check us out on facebook twitter and instagram and uh remember to stay safe and abstain just in case you get monkeypox. <laughs> <laughs>